0: hi everyone this is pivot from new york magazine and the vox media podcast network i'm Kara swisher
1: and i'm scott galloway and Kara, i just don't want to make a big deal about my return yeah, let's just get sure. right neither, into do neither do i neither do i well just not a big deal what, no. what are the biggest stories let's just let's just get on with it just kidding cue the music rebecca oh no it's the dog what then where has El Perro oh, this? El Perro for the last minute Well, he found a hole in the backyard. He dug under it, and he's been helping those bitches next door. And when I say bitches, I mean those purebred standard poodles. All right. That's right. <laughs> okay. The question becomes: Does TikTok when it's in the forest when the dog's not around? Does Google Certificate when the hound's not around? No. Oh my God! Calm not. yourself. It Scott? is time for the only planet that circles a hot plasmatic sphere of 7 billion trillion tons to begin again. Technology can now progress. We can now get back to work because the the... Doc- oh, I am God. aroused, Kara. Oh, my I'm God. I'm aroused. I oh, haven't been this God. aroused. You know, when the last time I was this aroused. Oh,
0: I had so many adults here all of August, and now you're back. You missed me, didn't you? You're I clearly- haven't been this
1: aroused since- <laughs> All right. I snorted, crushed up Cialis, offensive. watched a Pam Greer movie on VHS, okay. and then All stuck right. a cattle prod up my ass, so as I like a Tuesday listen. night. I'm kidding. Tuesday night, I'm I am around. All right,
0: all right, sir. Nipples on my sir. brain are hard, that, care all right. that's They're hard. And by that the way, enough.
1: from the Vox Media Podcast Network, this is most definitely not Andrew Ross Orkin.
0: <laughs> it's not any of them. Oh, my,
1: it's oh, my quiet God, I'm time. exhausted. It's all so quiet without you. Oh, my God. I'm exhausted. Oh, I feel my like i a stroke. Are you done? Where's my male American Samoa nurse, Garfield? I-, I need soup and a cuddle. I need a scuttle. I need soup and a Listen. cuddle. Listen. I need soup in a Listen,
0: we're going to do a catch up segment so you can show off your voluminous brain that's been sitting on the beach in Nantucket for whatever you're doing there. Uh, how are you feeling? How was your vacation, by
1: the way? I can't discern anymore. It, I don't have every day, it's sort of a mild vacation and yeah. mildly at work. I'm just sort of in the southern Netherlands. Netherland. Yeah, I don't that's where everybody is. Where, where are, are, are we? We're are still at we? COVID. But, yeah.
0: but now, with an extra hel- helping of riots and right wing people fighting, left wing people with guns, it's, you know. Riots
1: in the streets. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it, things haven't got, no, look what no. happens when no. I leave. The world, world gets worse. Is getting worse. The world anyway, worse. we have a
0: lot to talk about now it gets that worse. Elon Musk is now officially worth a hundred billion dollars, yeah. which is half of Jeff Bezos's wealth, who is wealthier than ever. He has two hundred billion. So that happened while you were away, and the Tesla stock is splitting. Like everything, uh, I, I think I think that call of yours wasn't perhaps a good one many years, many a
1: year ago, two years ago. Oh, that's funny because no one ever brings that up—that I said Tesla was going to crash in three hundred dollars. No, no one ever brings that up. That <laughs> no, no brings what do you, up, what so
0: do you make of this? And also, Apple split right. Apple's doing a split. Like, who knows if what's with all this splitting? There's splitting everywhere. There's all this splitting and all this money being made by these tech companies.
1: Yeah, it's the the, the Tesla one is really. I mean, if you think about him becoming worth a hundred billion dollars, what's happened? In the last five months, so yeah. uh, middle of March, Tesla was the fourth most valuable automobile company in the world, behind mm-hmm. uh, Volkswagen. Uh, I'm sorry, behind Toyota, Volkswagen, and Daimler. And then right. fast forward, fast forward five months later, just in eighteen weeks, mm-hmm. they are now number one and worth more. <laughs> than Toyota, Daimler, and Volkswagen combined. Yes, they are. Yeah. It is. And, and by the way, the and company- And they make a,
0: a fraction of the cars, but they're good good cars. Oh, very oh,
1: well. A fraction, like a skosh of the cars. But uh, as we always a talk skosh. about COVID being an accelerant, and not only that, look on the other side. There are losers there. When the economy's not growing, they're losers. Exxon, which was the most valuable company in the world, uh, just, hmm. I think, 10, 15 years ago, is now not even in the top. I don't even think it's in the top. Yeah. Uh, Nobody's moving. So- the whole world has said, let's look forward 10 years and envision a future. I mean, it's just so also at the in NYU talks about stocks being a component of narrative and numbers. Mm-hmm. And typically the numbers are about 78% of the value and the, the narrative is 20%. Mm-hmm. And it's totally yeah. flipped. It's totally flipped. Mm-hmm. He calls Tesla correctly a story stock. And the story is just
0: well, I think people have so decided this is the electric so vehicle. This, this is, is the brand. only company and the competitors are not even close, right? I mean, that's really pretty much what's happening.
1: And it's really interesting. I'm um, you know, when the data changes, I change my mind. And you think about Tesla, I have a Tesla, I have a Model X. If you think about it, it's one of the few cars right. that where you actually, it does get better with software updates. And if you look at the depreciation, it's actually less than the depreciation on other cars, meaning that even though it's a huge cost up front, it may be economical. Right. And I'll tell you one thing I don't miss. And you know, you know what the gangster kind of feature of a Tesla is? Never going to mm-hmm. a gas station but. again. I think gas stations are yeah. the worst retailer in like America. It? You
0: love you love that car, right? A lot of people do. The issue people who own Tesla's have is with service. They think this. They said the service wasn't as good. But I think most people who have them love them. It's like a Peloton. They like they like it. It's a product they like, and these are obviously wealthy people. Yeah. What's interesting is it. Well, a lot of people are saying if you can't play the Tesla stock market, if you're too scared of it, look at their. Uh, uh they're manufacturers that that make parts for them. And there's a whole bunch That's of companies right. that make make things. Uh, Brembo is brakes. AGC automotive is windshields. Fisher Dynamics makes power seats, all kinds of uh, uh, apparently, there's Zf length system, power steer steering mechanism. So people are saying to do that. I think the issue is the people are saying this is the electric car company of the mm-hmm. future. And therefore we're going to buy it. What, what do you, what happens though? What, ha- it just stays here. What's the, you have to, I want you to go out on a limb here. What, what occurs when it just doesn't make that much money? It just is worth that. It just stays worth that. What do you, what, well, what do you, you imagine? Should, first
1: happen? off, I want to acknowledge that whatever I say, you should do the opposite. I, I just, I've never been this wrong, except, except for the, except for my personal life. I get Tesla more wrong than anything anyone has ever done before. I thought it was crazy yeah. at 700 bucks a share. You're show. jealous
0: of him. Are you jealous Am of I him? Am I jealous
1: of him? Are you jealous of him? Uh, I think he has a yeah. pretty good life. I wouldn't say, I don't know if I'm jealous of him. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm jealous of him. I'd like to...
0: He did the neural link yesterday, yeah, too, that two that days ago. That they put, put the neural yeah, link I don't, in the pig. I don't, I don't
1: get that shit. Would
0: you put a neural link in your head? Maybe you need a oh, neural link in, oh, oh, bring
1: it. Oh, bring it. The, the bring shit it. I put on my brain through different means, yeah, I'll put in a link. Yeah. yeah. Turn me on. All
0: right, okay, they, well, we're putting them in pigs now, on. so... ha,
1: <laughs> ha. Come
0: on. <laughs> you said at least uh, 10 penis-related things in four seconds. I, I let you do out. that today. You only get Don't one. Don't judge me, love You me. only get to do one, an episode, and I gave you several, so you're okay. done, okay? okay? No more offensive okay. penis-related okay. Okay. things, okay. All, right. all right? Is that okay? Can yeah, you do that? We'll do right. All right, speaking of that, let's do what we do best, break down some big stories. Okay, Walmart joins the growing number of companies in bids to buy TikTok. Late last week, Walmart teamed up with Microsoft, what a strange pair, uh, to buy up the Chinese app. A deal with Microsoft and Walmart could turn TikTok into an e-commerce app for both creators and users, according to the Company Insider, to make a decision whether to sell to Oracle or to Walmart uh, Microsoft bid in the coming days, possibly by tomorrow as we come closer uh, to the Trump administration's mid-September sale deadline, which they're both chafing against. Uh, insiders at Microsoft told me that they have better technology a better price uh, and are able to to make it secure within a year they they are impugning oracle's ability to do so but oracle has very close ties with the white house probably closer maybe not as well doug mcmillan's pretty close to the white house too so what do you what do you make of this what why walmart and then what do you think
1: so, and uh, and give me some running room here cuz this, right, this, this is a weird, this is a weird metaphor, but I okay. believe that moving forward, I think the primary value of education is certification. And I think okay. that in 10 years you're going to have kids apply to MIT and Harvard, not go and put on their LinkedIn profile accepted to MIT because at the end of the day all we're really doing is organizations is certifying mm-hmm. people that they got in through what is probably the finest filter admissions process in the world we're just giant hr screening and the moment you get in that's the value and i think that basically oracle and walmart announcing that they're an acquisition the the rationale is why would they buy it because they can't and i don't think they will i don't think they'll go to college it makes absolutely no sense for oracle but oracle has the cloud infrastructure the security there and they have the primary attribute and that is they're buddies with donald trump in addition, in addition, just as you would get a bump in your net present value of your earnings potential when people find out you got into MIT whether you went or not, announcing that you are in talks, serious discussions and you are capable of owning TikTok mm-hmm. took Microsoft's market capitalization up 50 billion. Yeah. It took Walmart's up 25 billion. So the like The 33rd largest, most valuable company in the world is the company that has been formed off a of mm-hmm. rumor. So that's why you wanted to is, bid for it. You, it, it, you offered why,
0: money, right? Why wouldn't you? No. Yeah.
1: Why How much would should you, you go up? Like why, $25? Why, would you and I, why wouldn't you and I start a SPAC with Paul Ryan, David Hasselhoff, and Stitch then and then announce that we're raising... Uh, half a billion dollars back. We're going to lever it up with pull put options on Robinhood, and we're in serious negotiations with yeah. TikTok. And if we could find a public vessel yeah. to communicate that investor relations through, we might add billions of dollars yeah. in market cap. So why do any of these companies? Right, let no these sense are the ones who are going to buy them. Them.
0: Do, 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 Which okay. one do you think is going to get it? Which Which one is it? Sm- make the case for each of them. Uh, I mean, they have to sell because the government is making them. So this is where we are.
1: Okay. Okay. See, this is where this is where mm-hmm. the dog. The dog howls at the moon and everyone says, oh, he was so weird when he was right. doing that. And I go, no, he wasn't. He okay, was genius. genius. <laughs> he was genius. Okay. Carrie, you heard it here first. And this is all the right. kind of thing I might look stupider by 5 all p.m. Right. today. No one's going to buy it. Okay, you said that. Yeah, Xi Jinping plays for the long game. Yeah. This is the mother of all head fakes. You think you think, the global geopolitical superpower, China, by the way, is going yeah. to be forced mm-hmm. into the sale of a Chinese asset because a guy who potentially is going to be booted out of office in 68 days wants them to? Yeah. This is what they're doing. They're telling their bankers, yeah, a go tell Microsoft are interested. And it's yeah. already been delayed 90 days, meaning that the decision or the yeah. legal ramifications or the legal pressure to sell will be after the election. And yeah. like, yeah, pretend we're selling it. Walk around. Tell the, tell the orange man he's handsome. Go hang out on Bill Ellison's loft. Talk to Microsoft. It's not going to get sold. Yeah. It's not going to get sold. Hilarious. Now, I, everyone is just, it's everyone says it's a fair complete that's going to be sold. But let's, okay, so let's pretend it might. Who does it make sense for? Yeah. I, I mean, it's literally an exercise in creative thinking to try and figure out why Oracle would buy it other than to display their cloud based tech. Now, I have absolutely no creative yeah. way ex- of explaining why Oracle would buy this other than they can. They've got yeah. a tr- big Trump donor. They've got the cloud technology. They've got the security, which is actually a big issue. And they've got the balance sheet. Their deal structure is creative. They basically said, we'll give you $10 billion in cash and then we'll give you uh, 50% of the profit. So it's not even, it's almost like an investment as opposed mm-hmm. to an acquisition, which yes. ByteDance, that's a ByteDance friendly move.
0: Yes, and ByteDance Feels does. Like a PR investors move. in ByteDance uh, 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 it, it General Atlantic and, and, and Sequoia. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then, and then you have Walmart and Walmart sort of in an alternative universe makes sense. So like, well, we want to we want to turn it into social commerce. The thing is, TikTok's social commerce isn't as strong as their Chinese sister, Douyin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, 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 that's tantamount. If you think that's a good strategy. That's tantamount if Walmart said for the same amount of money they were going to buy Viacom, AMC Networks yeah. and go vertical around content. And the reality is these companies, typically retailers, don't make great content companies. Red Bull is kind of the first manufacturer's brand that became a great what content company. Them, P&G what used about used them in the getting,
0: soap, into soap opera get, business. getting into this space in advertising and to compete with Amazon? Because a, a little bit is advertising because Walmart's not there at all and Amazon certainly is. These are, these are some things mentioned completely out of line for Walmart to own something like this.
1: It just feels like if in three years, this thing was worth a fraction of itself and it made no sense, you'd look back and say, well, of course it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Walmart's going to be in the the only way you can justify the purchase price would be to maintain those relationships with other advertisers. These companies are much better at figuring out how to ignore, delay, and obfuscate all the toxicity. Doug McMillan is a good guy when all of a sudden, Young men start getting radicalized on TikTok. Doug McMillan is going to basically say, and is nice. Which they've avoided. You know, what the fuck were we thinking? They're not a media company. I mean, I guess Amazon became a media company, which is really impressive. But at the end of the day, the only two companies that probably could pull this off would be Facebook or Google. But they're not going to need to because they're not going to be allowed to buy it. And Xi Jinping plays the long game. Our superpower is optimism.
0: So they might announce. You think they might announce a deal and then it never happens. That's. That's interesting. I think they probably will announce That's something. That's interesting. But there is the lawsuit. There is also the lawsuit, which the courts to could it. put a stay on this. Trying thing. to block it. Yeah. So there's that. But they could announce it and then not yeah, do it. That would be, right? that,
1: would be that would be very interesting. That would be very interesting. And, and yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them. But the notion that the Chinese, who think in fifty year increments, are going to be bullied bullied into selling a Chinese asset. And by the way. When we were talking with Professor Wu the other day, it's hard for them to complain mm-hmm. when they've basically banned every technology app from the mainland. You know, but
0: yeah, they also made moves about that this weekend about uh, export of, of of what makes it great—the algorithm. Whether they can export the actual algorithm out of China, that's another thing they may not. I've allow. heard that
1: just logistically, they may not be able to do it. <laughs> Just to, trying to figure yeah. this out. Yeah. What, what yeah. have you heard? What's your yes. on-the-ground yes. reporting tell us?
0: Microsoft feels like it has the technology to do so, and they realize that they are, They, I have to say, they're appropriately concerned about being able to move the technology. You know what I mean? They're like, it's really hard. They're not like pretending, oh, we can do it. I think the people at Oracle are like, we can do it. but They're quite confident in their consumer ability without any consumer experience, which is pretty much Crazy. on brand for Oracle in that regard. Um, I think that the, the the everybody would like a delay and it take longer. I think, but that's not you know it, Trump is you know moving around for any topic. He's obviously settled on riots right now. Um, but he this will make him look good, like he's pushing around China. China beating up China and riots seem to be his to the next sixty days of Trump it's, or Biden riots or whatever they're calling him. And so, which of course is under President Trump's watch. But that's you know that's he's just obfuscating the disaster he's created here. Um, And he wants to go to Kenosha, uh, Wisconsin, by the way, which seems like ridiculous, you know, lighting of a fire there. Um, But I I think it's, I think they'll delay. I think you're right. I think there'll be a delay, but I do think there'll be an announcement and then it it won't happen if Trump, uh, if Trump loses. And if it does, they, It'll take longer. It'll just, like most things, it'll peter out in that regard, and then we'll see. And they're hoping that TikTok itself peters out, like the people, that it doesn't work as well, the product doesn't gain, that it doesn't remain as popular, you know, and then Facebook wins. And so it's kind of, it's, I, I find it the whole thing to be a shame, the way this has been handled. It could have been handled in such a much better way. But, um, and I know Tim was uh, was for it, but I don't agree with him. I think there was a way to do this that was much more um, conducive to innovation.
1: Yeah, well, you've always said that that it, this is not. I think the term is this is not the beach to die on. That if we're going to do yeah. this, we should have laws and constructs and things we can apply to all businesses. Same thing. As it's, opposed just, it's all to, a
0: campaign slogan. This is yeah. we're going to have an endless campaign slogan on this, and then I think the Biden people will put it in a drawer, in a drawer, because Peter Navarro is not running around the White House screaming. You know, even Steve Mnuchin would probably invest in it if he could, if he was still in Hollywood, right? And be happy to do a deal with the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, but you hear it here. Happy You're exactly right. I think money. this anyway. deal
1: is gonna die a slow okay. death. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Don't think it's gonna low happen.
0: Death. All right. Okay. All right, Scott, let's go to a quick break and come back to talk about Amazon moving into fitness tracking space. And then we're going to catch up on all the stories we miss while you're on vacation because nothing went on while you were away. You're right. That's the way it was. Nothing. Okay. Welcome back. Amazon is entering into the health and fitness world with their new subscription service and a tracker called Halo. You are my Halo, Scott. Go the fitness tracker band will measure an array of health metrics, including body fat, temperature, and emotional tone. That's going to like be off the charts for you. The mm-hmm. band will continuously have a microphone to capture vocals tone. Amazon is obviously late in the game behind Apple and Google, but they're really weighing in here with uh, with, a, with a vocal tone. Both already have fitness trackers, apps, and watches. Uh, the global fitness tracker market is expected to reach over $91 billion by 2027. 20, uh, of course, Fitbit is, is the big player here um, in terms of just... A, a dedicated one what thinks you of this of them entering you talked about them entering the health and fitness space but this seems particularly creepy
1: yeah it's the thing that was strange about the product is it's it's app-based right it's not mm-hmm. there's no utility while you're wearing it it's, it's it then it just takes data and then talks to you and i wonder it it seems to me between hipaa compliance pill pack um, mm-hmm. the tests are running internally all these moons are lining up and they're going to announce something very big. Uh, like, like, okay, what? we'll insure you, but you have to wear this thing and we'll start re- making recommendations around lifestyle changes, around diet. And um, by the um, way, we're the ones that carry all these products or maybe Amazon right? Prime Health. There, there's something we've been saying for a long time. I think Amazon's going to be the fastest growing healthcare company in the world. I was speaking-
0: Healthcare. To, so you think this is a backdoor into healthcare? I don't think so it's that
1: they about, have all this. I don't think, I mean, I, I, Apple, I guess- you know, the honest answer is I don't know. All I see is all these troops amassing at the border of healthcare from Amazon, and it's not accident. They don't do anything by chance. It feels as mm-hmm. if there's going to be some program or offering linked to Prime that's going to cut a swath through all these healthcare assets. Yeah, why
0: do they want this? vocal well you know a lot of stuff about vocal can tell heart attack i've talked to a lot of people who have some of these bands that you know you can tell heart attack stuff you can emotional tone judges prejudges health temperature your body fat thing is interesting um, would you wear one scott can i put one on you so i can track you at all times
1: <laughs> you're a saucy little thing so you want to know where the I dog am. is um
0: yeah, I need
1: to know what you all one? times. Yeah, I would I would wear one if I thought I'm I'm not as freaked out about the privacy side of it. I actually think Amazon is has deserves some credit for not having a ton of crazy hacks or violating your privacy. I wouldn't if it was from Facebook, I wouldn't wear it. But Amazon, yeah. it was utility. And my guess is Amazon is part of Prime. We'll start giving it out for free. Yeah, yeah. I, I would do it. I would do. I put myself
0: on the list, even though you know I put myself on the early list just to see it. I want to see it. I want to physically see this thing. Um, I don't know. I don't the the vocal tone microphone on is uh, a problem for me. Like that, that they would hear everything I said, and and that's the. Uh, no, I do not. I unplug them all. My son, when I told you, went around and unplugged all the nests in the house. I mean, I just, it's a really interesting problem because I don't want the vocal. That's what got me was vocal tone, microphone, like that kind of stuff. And so I don't, I turn them all off. I cover them on my computer. I don't, I, I'm really weird and uh, paranoid about the, about cameras. No, and I, I agree.
1: You are weird and paranoid. I agree uh-huh, with both those you. things. No.
0: But I mean, would you like them to have your, I mean, maybe but it maybe. doesn't mean you're wrong. <laughs> Look, I agree. I trust them. Look, I was just thinking the other day, I order from Amazon like five times a week, at least now, like at least, and I buy everything right. and I try to find it elsewhere. And then I never do because it's not in the store. The thing, actual thing I want. And Amazon typically has a better thing. You can see behind me, my delish- my delightful, um, uh, shag beanbag back there. Um, it's I, I I find it really I have a strong relationship with Amazon now, like a really strong one. And I and yeah. I, I every now and then I sort of it's breathtaking how much stuff I order from them. They are my delivery service, one hundred percent. And at the same time, now having my microphone vocal, to, I don't know, I don't know why. Why doesn't it bother you? What what tell me why it doesn't bother you? And then I'd love to sort of where you to the scenario from. You have this tracker, and then. And then, and then, and then.
1: Well, your location, where you are, even when you're going to be home, in terms of deliveries, or what type uh, your health, oh, in terms that, of that was coming cool. up with pro- programmatic recommendations around food and lifestyle and products that you might be, or even where to find you to deliver stuff to you. I don't, I don't, I think the location and fitness and all of this data um, is is an interesting thing that can sit. They can sit on top of i i'm like a the only thing that's useful about me is i don't care about my privacy being violated as long as there, there's a coupon or an interesting photo. At Why? The end of it. Why aren't
0: you concerned? Why aren't you concerned? These riots are continuing. It looks a little authoritarian in this country. I'm feeling a little like Orban. Why aren't you concerned? Are you? It's because you're just a white guy who never anything bad happens to. What is it, Scott? What, you're not. Uh,
1: that's probably most of it. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think. I think. Still think our institutions are stronger than that. And I think most of these companies, other than, I don't even think Facebook wants to violate your privacy. They just don't care about other people violating it as long as. They get paid for it i don't think inherently these companies are interested in 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 tracking you other than for utility and we get freaked out about it but consumer behavior shows that privacy is at least until lately has been vastly inflated in terms of importance to the end consumer i don't think our government at least i I may be very naive around this stuff Mm -hmm. but i think it's too late even even if you are concerned about it, it between the data Uber has on you yeah. between your IP addresses unless you're really sophisticated and can go off the grid that that horse that ship is already sailed and the government, you know if you test positive for you know certain diseases, mm-hmm. uh, it goes into a database uh, and and the CDC right. has managed to keep that database secure. so I, I think that I actually I don't want to say I trust the government, but I'm trusting of the people who elect our officials. they occasionally make a mistake, but All hopefully right. we can we can correct that mistake every four years but no i'm not i'm not but, worried all right, Jeff Bezos why are you too, worried where do you he, this going
0: he's i he's 200 billion he's the richest man in the history of the planet he he can yeah. like, I, I, the, the same thing i told uh, uh when when google was asking me why i didn't trust them. i'm like i who knows who's running your company someday like this is what it is when you just said something that really chilled me like they can deliver to yep. you or they can find you and i yep. know you can find some yep. their cell phone but wow like the, you're, you're like you're you're banding yourself like an animal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I just think it's disturbing yep. on every level. And I just, I guess I don't, which is interesting because you've been tweeting all about these riots and sort of the game that's being played here of fear and or, law and order. And I think it, it, it's orderly. This is an orderly solution. At the same time, the order is to keep the right people in, in power. It's not, when they're talking about order, they're talking about the current order, not a different order. And so that's what I think is disturbing like you know i think that's really the problem i just feel like in anybody's hands like look at look at look at face you were tweeting about it this weekend facebook yep. and um and the problems around um, QAnon and stuff i mean you were talking yeah, yeah, about like oh we shouldn't have put those pages up for that kid to be on and therefore you know and a lot of people you know such a Baron cohen that the operational, mistakes, operational difficulties yeah. which they knew about well, if they read casey newton's pieces i mean come on <laughs> At some like, why do we trust these people?
1: The thing, the thing I think that I don't want to say it replaces trust, but I think capitalism here is a pretty strong motivator. And that is, I think there's more upside in handling people's data with a certain level of respect and yes. using it for utility, whether, I mean, just think about it. Uber knows if you just take Uber, right. like I do, they know where you've mm-hmm. been at all hours of the day for the last three years. Yeah. And they yeah, could, they could reverse engineer it. Did you go to a family planning clinic? did you go to a clinic that's uh, for prostate care? they could they know your health if if with a little bit of ai overlay mm-hmm. they would know a lot about what you're doing what you're up yeah. to where you're going why and then say this person clearly is doing x y and z or you know but we've decided that uh, we believe that the company has more interest in being wealthy and not damaging its reputation. So how, how
0: does this compete with Apple and Google? Because I don't feel there. I, I, I gave away my Apple watch and I never bought a Google one. So you think this is a backdoor into yeah. other things. How, who will come out and top in this? Is it Fitbit? Because that, that's just a dedicated fitness company. Do they have to buy Fitbit or what? What do you, what do you imagine?
1: I've always thought wearables were dramatically overrated. Yeah, that, I call them the unwearable. Wearable technology. Yeah, wearable tech. I mean, doesn't everyone has a drawer of all their wearables? I think wearable technology is right up there with 3D printing and virtual reality. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think, I think the only wearable that's ever worked is the iPhone. And a lot of people would say the Apple Watch is successful and I get it. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm just not going to wear anything I can not charge. Also, a watch for me isn't a timepiece. It's a means of expressing my success and masculinity, Mm -hmm. i.e. Panerai. Come to the dog. (laughs) Come to the dog. It's sad. I don't. It is sad. It's pathetic and it's true and it works. Yeah. But I don't think wearables, uh, I think your iPhone is your wearable. And if you think about the Apple Watch, I think it's just a second screen Mm -hmm. for the ultimate wearable, which is your iPhone. If Amazon could link it to the other stuff, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's fitness. I don't know if it's prime. I don't know if it's data that makes your purchases more elegant such that you can get into. I was uh, Amazon was going to zero click ordering where I would like Amazon to just start sending me stuff without my permission because I think they know what I want before I know it. No. And I think this might be a means of collecting that sort of data. Right. If, if I'm, I mean, I'm in Nantucket right now. Mm-hmm. So everything I order on Amazon starts coming to Nantucket. And maybe I get a, an alert saying, how long are you here for? But I think they could start you know, doing very interesting creepy. things. And I think people are fine with their bias, their privacy being violated as long as there's utility at the end you of it.
0: You are correct on that. Unfortunately, shouldn't be, given the current trends politically. I would not find, think that's a very good idea. That's what they get you with. Concern. Well, we all have the power to
1: make that stop. Uh, so you the say. demo and democracy, that might be over in 68 days. Yep, indeed. And not only that, the incompetence of the Trump administration is also a certain level of safety. Yeah, but at some point there's going to
0: be an intelligent version of this. So that's, there. maybe not, maybe not, I don't know anyway uh, that's a really sad thing anyway so but you think it's a backdoor to healthcare because we're going to get on to the next thing we're going to talk about but you think it's a backdoor into other things that's their
1: move here look the the two greatest sources uh, these four companies now have to add not even 500 billion but to grow into their market capitalizations now on any reasonable when we return from 80 percent narrative and 20 percent numbers when it flips back to something reasonable like 50% numbers, 50% narrative, to grow into their stock market valuations, these companies are going to have to add a combined yeah. trillion dollars in top-line growth, that. even assuming operational leverage. And there's only a few sectors government, where the carcass is big healthcare. enough in that. Yeah, government, i.e. Palantir, saying we're going to replace government services. But the big the big kahuna here is 17% of GDP, and that's healthcare. healthcare. And if you think about Schools. what COVID's done, yeah. think about it. Healthcare and education. Yeah. It's a deck of cards. It's literally being thrown in the air right yep, now. Yeah, you're
0: right. That is that is. I'm going to leave you on that smart thing. A deck of cards being thrown in the air. You remain right. as smart uh, as ever.
1: But think about yeah. this. Go ahead. And it's not only think about your consumer. Would you have been willing to basically have a life threatening virus and then be comfortable with the notion that you're never going to go to the doctor's office? Now we are. Now right. Like, well, this can be through our smartphones. Through our phone. I've been looking into this health care company called 98.6 because. Everything's mm-hmm. iOS or Android, and the majority of venture capital is going to these high-end concierge concierge services to pick off rich white people and say, "We'll give you better healthcare for twenty-five hundred dollars a month." Yep. But the big opportunity is, of course, the Android, and that is to distribute healthcare away from hospitals and away from yep. doctors' offices and onto the three and a half billion-dollar phones, and then do it really yeah, I inexpensively. Be, I said this at the beginning of whole thing. I said,
0: "I wish Amazon was doing the testing. I would have been happy. It would have worked." It would have worked, you know. Yeah, all right.
1: I think that's coming. We're going to switch. We're going to steal
0: more Scott. More Scott. It's all Scott yep. today. Um, you are my friend of Pivot, the original. You are my cool. friend of Pivot. a mild acquaintance fuck. i think your you're fuck. my mild acquaintance and Pivot. Um, you, you were go. so missed this past month let's do a catch-up of what we missed for about 10 minutes um what story did you miss okay. most uh, uh, uh that you wished you had talked about we talked about a bunch of things on our on our on our pivot live but what did you what was the one that you thought was most interesting in the dnc
1: well we talked about the mother yeah. we talked about the mother of all head fakes that's uh a tiktok I think that uh, to talk mm-hmm. politics, I think that the Republicans have been really smart. Uh, I think that if the Democrats were smart, uh, I think this, these protests represent a real problem for the DNC right now, specifically their anemic response to them and making excuses for looting. And regardless of how you feel about that and the justification for it, we will, America will elect a criminal rather than endure criminality. America will Mm, rather, will opt for a lawless president Mm -hmm. versus lawlessness. And the opportunity for the Democrats that they have missed and they need to do right away is they need to get former attorney general of the second largest justice department in America, uh, -hmm. uh, vice president Kamala Harris or vice president of Kamala Harris. And she needs to make a public announcement saying we are a nation that believes in peaceful protest. We are a nation that has real racial injustice that needs to be addressed, but we are a nation of laws. And when I am vice president and when Biden is president, we are going to put an end to any destruction of personal property or physical violence. This is unacceptable. This is the soft tissue the Republicans are exposing right now because people, again, they'll opt for a criminal over criminality. Mm. So I think that I think that's a big story unfolding. I think it's the biggest risk to Biden not or uh, us not taking back the White House. The most overlooked story or the biggest story, in my view, is the beginning of the unbundling of the industrial education complex with Google certificates. Yeah. The idea that for 300 bucks, you might get micro certification. And that's not even the most exciting part about this, care. The most exciting part about this is that the world's premier aspirational employer might take that certification and give it the same equivalence as the four-year degree. Because what people fail to realize when they talk about education is until the best employers in the world stop using a BA as the 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 security yeah. pass to even get in the building. It's never going to change. College is going to maintain this stranglehold cartel on America's youth and our economy. We have, think about this, only 30% of America has a college education. What percentage of people in influence in All of them. in the media, 100%. in culture, in yeah, business? 100%. 98%? So until the best companies in the world start, like Google, start saying, okay, get this, and it's the same as a BA, this is so... Exciting. I was on the phone this Mm -hmm. morning with the former governor of Illinois. He's getting into education. There are so many people now looking at education and thinking micro certification, unbundling. Think about what happened to newspapers in the 90s. First, they unbundled the classifieds with Craigslist. Then, they unbundled the movies. Then, they unbundled the news.
0: Can I ask you a question about this? This has really been a bee in your bonnet and it's sticking in your craw. It's, it's, Itch in your pants, whatever. Let's any of these metaphors will work. Why do you want to get yourself the way? This is like what you've been doing your whole life. You're a professor, and we we talked to Sundar Pichai about this, and he, of course, was going to be a professor of marketing and then decided to do Google instead, which I thought was a good choice for him. Um, You stayed a professor of marketing and and these issues. So why do you? What 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 is it? Just being there that you just don't like? You think it just doesn't work, or you just feel like you're cheating uh, kids, uh, and they don't need that
1: because. Uh, the reason I'm what here with you, we're
0: having a little we're having a little therapy session here. <sighs> the Scott. reason
1: I'm here with you, the reason I have a wonderful life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is one because I'm talented. I, I'm not modest. I put myself in the top one percent, but that puts you in a room the population of Germany. The reason I'm here is because of the generosity and vision of California taxpayers and the Regents of the University of California that take the children of single mothers who live and die as secretary and give them incredible opportunities to attend world-class universities for a total of $7,000 in tuition, undergrad, and grad. And uh, Mm -hmm. I I could collectively hear a cry of the kids of single parents who are not remarkable. I was not remarkable, not getting the same opportunities. This Mm -hmm. country needs to fall back in love With its remarkables, the objective of higher education in our society isn't to take freakishly remarkable kids and turn them from millionaires into billionaires. It's to take unremarkable kids and give them remarkable opportunities so they can Mm -hmm. go on podcasts and be profane and make nice livings. We have turned the upward lubricant, the greatest upward lubricant in history, U.S. higher education, into a caste system. And it needs to stop. We have lost the script. Do you realize I'm teaching? I'm teaching. 280 kids beginning in three weeks, all zoom $7,000, $2.1 million. Pfizer just announced a drug that can basically cure or arrest someone's muscular atrophy. They are charging $2.1 million. Mm -hmm. What is more corrupt? What is more corrupt? Preying on someone at their most vulnerable moment and asking them to find $2.1 million, or indebting young people, $7,000 each, 280 of them, such that they can try and better themselves? And the answer is yes. We in higher education have totally lost the script. Every decision we make, every decision we make is with one goal. Hold on, I'm on a rant. It's with one goal, and that is to reduce our accountability and to increase our compensation. We aren't the caste system. We're the upward lubricants. We have lost the script we need to embrace small and big tech. We need to go back to UCLA when there was a 60% admittance rate and it cost $1,000 a year, not 13% admittance rate. So they have the latitude to let in unremarkables. We need to fall back in love with the unremarkables.
0: Unremarkables. That's <sighs> the name of your next book, I think. Oh my Garfield? Goodness.
1: I need soup and a cuddle. I need uh, soup and a cuddle. A listen scuttle. to me.
0: King of the Unremarkables, uh, which you apparently have become, dubbed yourself that. um, How do you pay for it? I mean, it's just because – how do you actually get to that thing? Is it it government funding or what is it? Because this is something Bernie Sanders has talked about. The Democrats have talked about it. Elizabeth Warren, free college. Like, is it that or is it something else? Or is it just these certificates? There shouldn't be any colleges. There should just be online uh, education solutions, which are very – not great. Like you do have to have the knowledge. You have to have some teaching going on, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. so, so for, uh, first of all, I think free college is stupid. That's just a transfer of wealth from another one from the poor to the rich because the majority of people in school are upper middle income and higher income. So if you just start making college free, all you're doing is giving rich people money. The opportunity here, and I'm working with the Regents at the University of California is to embrace small and big tech and, I'm not talking you about decreasing costs. You need to, these universities need to be under the same fiscal constraints as middle class ha- families and every other industry that's under attack right now. But what the opportunity, the grand bargain here is a mix of all of it. And that is to go to alumni and go to Governor Newsom and say, give us another 10, 20 percent, increase our budget 20 percent. And we're going to mm-hmm. dramatically decrease the cost per student of delivery. We're going to take 50% of our classes online because it's not an either or, it can be an and, Mm -hmm. it can be a hybrid model. And we're going to double the size of our campus. If you take 50% of the classes online and the dirty secret is 50% of the classes could be online and it would still be fine. The social stuff, the socialization scales really well. And then overnight start taking, again, acceptance rates way up and start taking costs way down. We can absolutely do this. We just need to go back to the future where good kids can have remarkable futures. So I think it's it's a combination of one big tech, small tech, more financial scrutiny and discipline. We need to absolutely punch a gut in the in the cost explosion of administration. We need to start taxing those endowments at universities that are posing as educators. All they are is hedge funds. Offering classes to the kids of their limited partners, i.e., the Ivy League. For God's sakes, what do you realize if Harvard continues its endowment growth in about 20 years, it'll be at a trillion dollars with 1,600 new students every fall? What the fuck is Harvard doing? What What the Elizabeth Warden is Harvard doing? Elizabeth Warden gets mad at Pete Buttigieg for having a fundraiser in a wine cave. She teaches in a wine cave. Harvard is a giant wine cave. This notion that that education is there to be a luxury brand that we purposely constrain Agreed. supply. What, what on earth are we doing? Do you realize Stanford, us, Stanford? Stanford. Yeah. Stanford right. just Last canceled one. sports. Stanford yeah. just canceled sports, and they said, "Well, why don't you use your endowment?" And they said, "Because we've made commitments from our endowments to private equity funds, and we had that reserve for capital calls." Like, okay, so you are officially a hedge fund now, and no longer a university. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Agreed. there's massive disruption. Bring it on. We have stuck Bring on it our on. chin. Bring it on! I like the pitch. A lot of wins at Scott,
0: who is pitchforking against where he works. Even (laughs) as I write, everyone, what's my voice tone
1: right now? I think I pay for part of
0: your salary now at NYU, and I don't want to pay for your salary anymore. I want to take away Scott's salary. That is what I want to do. Thank you. There you go, Scott. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back for wins and fails for this week. Okay, Scott wins and fails. Uh, I am going to go first. Chadwick Boseman, the actor who played King T'Challa in Black Panther, passed away from cancer, uh, uh, colon cancer, at the age of 43. An outpouring of sorrow over the loss was immense. I watched, uh, you know, it was really interesting. I watched uh, Black Panther again. And boy, is that a much more late... Ryan Coogler is such a talented director. And it was... Well, I don't know why his death struck me. I loved that movie. I think I've saw it a, a dozen of times. Yeah. He's, he, was, he was regal and elegant and just the sentiment. And actually, it's a lot more complex because that movie is not the, uh, the guy who played the villain in the movie, Michael uh, B. Jordan, um, was amazing. Also, he plays opposite uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman. And he was talking about sort of... Uh, Keeping to yourself that Wakanda kept to itself and wasn't offering solutions to the world, so he's not quite the villain. And so I'd, I'd, I'd miss—I hadn't missed it, but I really saw it in a different way. I just was very—it's uh, such a—it's a fail, I guess. But what a win for such a wonderful actor to have had such an impact on so many uh, young kids, especially.
1: All right, your turn. Uh, yeah, that's a hard one to top. Uh, you know what it reminded me of? I remember when, when the AIDS crisis was in kind of full was full tilt in the 90s in San Francisco and I heard about I can't remember I heard about a guy passing away and I'm in his 30s and I immediately mm-hmm. assumed oh it must have been an AIDS related death and it wasn't he died from I think non-hodgkin's lymphoma and you realize like tragedy continues to march on random tragedy like that and when mm-hmm. I heard about him I immediately thought oh I wonder if it's covid related mm-hmm. it took me back to you you immediately yeah. you go to the the health scare and the reality is this guy you know I think it was colorectal cancer and it got me thinking. I mean, literally, I do think his death will serve some good. I know uh, I personally scheduled um, on Friday that I'm going to one of these full, I'm getting, bottom lines, I'm getting another colonoscopy. I haven't had one five years. And mm-hmm. it just in, it inspires you to think more about your health and you can't take yeah. it for granted. And this is the guy that literally had everything. Yeah, and, he know, had he had life.
0: cancer when he was in these roles, which is amazing. I've been starting yeah, to watch all his. I'm I've watched of much, many of his. I saw Jackie. I saw Thurgood. He played a lot of biopics, which was interesting. Um, I'm going to see. Um, he's. Do, I he did a James Brown biopic, and then, and then he's in another one with Spike Lee. I'm going to watch them all. I just the look. I just for, there was something about his acting style. He was from Howard University, and he the reason he got to go to England to study acting was because. Denzel Washington paid for a whole bunch of Howard graduates to go there and pay for it, which was amazing. Uh, I think Felicia Rashad had something to do with it. Um, hmm. And it was really, as she did, in fact, when she was teaching there. And I just, this 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 idea of a very wealthy actor paying for this guy to become a world-famous actor was kind of lovely in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, very
1: sad. Very sad. So you're getting um, a
0: colonoscopy. Good, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, I, so I've my,
1: my win again is uh, I'm just so excited about Google certification. I hope big tech comes piling into this, and that we come up with micro certification, and that we come up with mm-hmm. different means of again um, breaking out of this 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 dictum of you have to have a college degree. That there's there's a fant- creating alternative on ramps to the better life that has mostly been sequestered to people who are lucky enough to go to school. Uh, so I just think Google certificates. I'm very, very excited about that. That's that's my win and my fail. And then you do a fail. My fail is I think the Democratic Party is about to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory if it doesn't take more of a hard line mm. on violence and property damage uh, during, these, during this looting. I think they've created an opening the size of, I don't know, the Amazon for Trump to run through if they don't. If they don't. Uh, uh, I, I think that whether they are or they aren't, because if you look at Biden, Biden has actually said these are these, this is not good. I think they're mm-hmm. coming across and being depositioned as apologists for this type of behavior. And yeah, that's my feel.
0: Yeah, even if they say Biden has not say, has, he's, yeah, Biden said he doesn't talk about this. Biden said funding. this is wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what does he do? What does he say? More? I'm going to send in more police? Oh my, what is does...
1: such an opportunity? Take what? that gangster, badass Kamala, who was mm-hmm. Attorney General of of California, and put her on the stage and say, again. We are a nation of peaceful protests we're we're a nation of laws though and if you mm-hmm. break these laws I'm going to put your ass in jail and I uh, she has an opportunity here to stand up and totally it's, it's, I'm I was the premier law enforcement uh, yeah. official in the fifth largest economy in the world I will do this right and the yeah. bo- and she'll get some criticism for the far left for not understanding why they're upset I get it Th- that is how That is how they get the office. That is how they win presidency. Kamala goes gangster and Mm -hmm. says, I will not tolerate this shit. I will mm-hmm. not tolerate.
0: Yeah, she got a lot of flack for being that way. It's it's really it's a difficult needle to thread because I think a lot of these right wing militia groups are going in and creating violence in order to yeah. create more protests to create more violence. If you try to destroy things, you end up winning because you the people, everyone else is cleaning up around you or trying to stop your destruction. What I think will be interesting if Trump does win, I don't think is, his his uh, administration is going to have a moment's peace. Not a moment's peace. There will be protests for years and, and, and the violence will escalate dramatically, I think. I think that's so that this said violence some, to him.
1: I you think said pinning the was violence to him is weird. what you have to do. What, you, okay. but I, want, I want you to say more. When you, when you right. wreak violence or, or when you promote violence, you win. Say more. Well, I think think it's easy
0: to destroy. It's easy to break things. That's what he's doing. He's not building. He's breaking. And so he's been running as a breaker of things, but not a builder of things. And eventually you have to build. So if he gets... The power, you have to pin everything on him then. It's his, the reason the cities are having a problem is because of him. But he can't keep saying democratic cities. He can't keep saying this. You've got to pin it on him and say, he's the reason we're having these riots. Like that's where I think they need to go. It's like the reason these riots are happening is because his right-wing militias that he is pushing are destroying us. You should be scared of the right-wing militias. They've got guns and they're running around the country as vigilantes. Like, I think that's where, and, and destruction is a lot easier than creation. It just is. It just is. And I think if he does win, he will not have a moment's peace and there will be no excuse for the Republicans as the country fractures. I just, I don't see, I don't see how they're going to get out of uh, the amount of, that, that at some point they have to build something and it can't be a police state in this country. It could be, but it's not going to be. And so that's really where I think the, the Democrats, it's that this, we hang these problems on him, the, all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we we dislike each other because of him. He is the problem. And I think that's really where they have to go more than anything. And that's hard because it's not our, in our nature, it's Democrats' nature to do that. And But you have to, you sort of have to say, he's the reason there are riots. These are Trump riots. These are Trump. Uh, these are Trump. This is a Trump mess that Trump created because all he does is create. He reeks why we have a plague. That's why we have this. Um, and I think you're right. People are tired of the of COVID and they've decided not to have it anymore. Right. Like that's kind of the, the, the even though it's it's raging.
1: Well, but, but let's think about this. There's there's been some and this is another fail, I would say. I, OK, so you have red state governors prematurely under political pressure, uh, in my opinion, a lack of empathy, and because a lot of red states didn't know anyone that had COVID early on, they just knew someone who had to close their business, reopened too early. At the same time, I think the bluest of blue university chancellors have reopened too soon. Mm -hmm. And I think it all comes down to a gross idolatry of dollar or opting for economics over health and the Commonwealth and making long-term decisions. We become short-term thinkers on the left, on the right. Another left and right thing that is really upsetting around a lack of civility, these far right gun-toting people who go into a Walmart where there's open carry in the state brandishing an M15 or an AR-15 around their neck, that is not civil. That does nothing but create a society that is less comfortable, that is more tense. And quite frankly, on the far left, going to a private residence and on the sidewalk building a working guillotine that is, that is awful. It is still
0: not the that same of showing up with guns and shooting at people. I'm sorry. It's just, it's stupid. No, not, it's no, stupid. No, no, no. Hold on. It's Hold stupid. on. I didn't
1: say shooting. Don't put words okay. in my mouth. I'm not talking about okay. killing. When you show up in a public place, exercising your right to bear arms and brandish a, a semi-automatic rifle, rifle in public, you are you are not helping. That is not comedy of man. That is, that is a total, it, it, that is saying, I don't care. I'm tearing at the fabric of our society because I can under some silly, weirdness around liberty and freedom. I also think, did you see film of that guillotine they built? It was a it was, working it was stupid. guillotine. It was that stupid. That doesn't help. It was stupid. That doesn't help.
0: Diff- I, I I agree with you. I, I think it was stupid. I think a lot of this, the, the whole scenes of them yelling. I do think Rand Paul walked right into it in order to create a problem. They they. This is how they think. I'm telling you. They want to create a problem so that they can have video, so they can say, look at these intolerant people. It's just, it's not. It,
1: it, oh, the Rand Paul video yes. when he was leaving a conference? Yeah. When he was leaving the convention?
0: He wandered yeah. into it. He I knew what disturbing. he was doing. Yeah. He he knew what he was oh, doing. Oh, you think it was cooked? Utterly, completely. He knew exactly where to walk. Huh. Come on.
1: Attention. It was very effective. Whatever. It it's just effective. bullshit.
0: It's just it's flat out bullshit. But the fact of the matter is, they they want to create chaos. Ca- making chaos is works and it scares people. And so when p- people get scared, they tend to vote fear versus hope and so at some point they cannot keep scaring us and it doesn't get scary they're the ones that become scary and that's what i'm saying without a moment's peace
1: we'll bring in law and order kamala all
0: right law and order kamala bring in right, right. what is she gonna carrying a gun
1: like carrying a, like a rifle no i'm an attorney general and i'm gonna pull the all right okay. the all
0: right god this is this is taking a dark turn your your return <laughs> nonetheless <laughs>
1: I need a scuttle. I can Soup see. A that,
0: I can see. I think cuddling. Soup is and a more cuddle
1: for the dog. Anyway,
0: it's good to have you home. I have to go and talk to someone who's trying to save the world for one of my New York Times podcasts. Um, who's that? Who's trying to save Jane the world? Goodall. Um, anyway.
1: The primologist? What is that called? Prim- yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Primatologist. Primatologist.
1: Yeah. yeah she's yes, got a great brand. Yes.
0: Yeah, she, a brand. She's, I think a she's brand. done a lot of great There's,
1: things. Who doesn't <laughs> like her? Seriously, who does not like her?
0: That's what I'm going to talk to her about. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Anyway, we did something with our guest host in your absence is to ask them to prompt listeners with a question topic. Do you have a topic you'd like listener questions on? Is it education? I feel like you went off the deep end on this education thing. What What is the topic you would like people to, to call in about?
1: I want to hear stories about what it's like. We always talk about the kids. I think there is tremendous spring is supposed to be in Households, uh, it's supposed to be, and and even in the summer, nervousness, but joyous, where you find out where you're going to school and you go to school. And I think it's mm-hmm. turned into a season of despair and financial instability. I've heard from parents, I got a lot of emails that say, yeah. My daughter did everything right. She, do you realize it, it, Harvard's going to turn away something like 22, 2,800 kids who got a perfect score, perfect math score in the SAT? I mean, it's just gotten so ridiculous, the scarcity in the luxury mile. I'd love to hear from parents who have to sit down, uh, and I've heard from them with their kids and say, You've done everything right and I can't afford to send you to school. I, I think there is so much pain out yeah. there. I think there's so much shame. Can you imagine you're a middle class family, you've done yeah. everything you're supposed to do, your kid is amazing or good, mm-hmm. and you have to sit down with your kid and say, I'm sorry we can't afford to send you to school. So uh, I would yeah. like to hear how has the education system, what does it mean for people, for parents and their kids, their kids, yeah. their high school kids in the household? I think it's become a tremendous you know what happiness – happiness not only is a function sure. of what you have, it's, it's absence from certain things. And the absence – Canada doesn't have this despair and shame that if your kid's good, you can't afford to send them to school. That doesn't happen in Germany yeah. either. It happens in the U.S. There's tremendous, I think yeah. – I don't call it deaths so of despair, but conversations of despair because All people right, can do no want longer some to despairing.
0: <laughs> Listen, well, I don't want to
1: invite that. I want to I want to hear parents' stories around their kids going to college. All right,
0: parents' stories. Parents, please uh call in and give us a question about that. Scott would like to hear about your despair. Anyway, Scott. <laughs> um <laughs> Welcome back. Thank so good you. to have you back.
1: Thank you. Penis
0: and Despair. Thank you so much. That's right. I can't believe I'm so excited for the fall about That's this. That's right. Anyway, uh, please read us out, Scott. I've gone, uh, foxy. To-
1: I've gone foxy. I
0: can see that. It's not foxy. It's foxy in a, in a smelly way. But go ahead. Please read us out.
1: Today's episode was produced by Rebecca Sinanis. Our sound engineer is Fernando Finete. Our owner, executive producer is Eric Anderson. I spoke to Eric over the weekend. If you like what you heard, please download or subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast. What a wonderful time in our history! No, that's not true. Give me something positive, Kara. What's going on here? What's positive? Only sixty-eight days, sixty-nine days. Take my baby. Show. Oh, your baby, your baby. Vote Baby's for positive. vote for the little swisher. Vote for Joe <laughs> and Kamala, Kamala. <laughs> Jamila, that's right. We, the, you know, what the most exciting opportunity is in the next seventy-two days or whenever. Uh, if he takes forty states, we are going to ignite a, a, a movement across the world that says no to nationalism, that says no to a lack of empathy. We have the opportunity here to start spinning to say to have the immunities kick in and say to the rest of the world, we are still the we are still that beacon on the hill. We have an opportunity here to ignite an incredible immune response and say, the world is better when we cooperate. The world is better when we show comity. The world is better when we fund our institutions. The world is better when we turn back viruses. The world is better when we redistribute income to our most vulnerable and state of the world. That's right, we're the wealthiest nation in the world, bitches, which means that our poorest do pretty well here. This is a huge opportunity. (laughs) Do it for the little Swisher, Kara. Do it for the little Swisher.